0: Heard you had some excitement last night. I wish they'd have picked my place, you know? Why didn't you take them out? I was just trying to keep the damage to a minimum. Yeah? How's that working out for you? You okay? Cause you don't look okay. There's a long dormant piece of me that so very badly wants out. What are you still doing here, old man? I'm going to fuck you up. Well, I bet you really identified with this film, didn't you? Because I'm a nobody. Yeah. Yep. I've still got no USP. Oh, I'm not supposed to use it. You do in-jokes in this, am I? Um, <laughs> no, that could take way too long. Yeah. There's a yeah name that has absolutely no subtlety to it whatsoever. But it's a very, yeah. it's very I care a lot. A title, but it's a bit better. But it's a better the, uh, but it's a good title because it actually means something. Well yeah, because it does mean something because it's like I'm a nobody. But you know, yeah. of course nobody is a nobody. Although I mean, that's a paradox. Sorry. What? No, I just suddenly thought, um this will probably be a, a immediate sort of spoiler. He's he's not a nobody, is he? Like he's sort of like he is I well, know, know that pretending, there... he's pretending to be a nobody, but really he's a John Wick. <laughs> he's <laughs> yeah. I mean we, we can't discuss this film without talking about John Wick, really. No, uh, no not at all. Uh, well, Cause I suppose mostly because the... it was written by Derek Kolstad. And Derek Kolstad also wrote the John Wick trilogy. Because we're very prepared for these podcasts. We're very entertaining. Did you know he wrote uh, two episodes? Oh, he wrote he wrote the uh, two episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Which ones? He wrote the Power Broker and he wrote the oh, one okay. where, you know, with the heading. Okay, so uh, uh, an okay episode and a good episode. Yeah. Okay, well... Uh, yeah, that is, he's written some other stuff, but not really. Like, not very much, like, yeah. But it's all got like 5.0 on IMDb and stuff. So. Well, it seems very evident that he only really knows how to write one general type of story. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, in, in some cases, in a very impressive way, you know? Yeah, I think in this case, it does well because... I think he plays that similarity to the audience quite well. I mean, really, most of the people watching this film are probably going to be aware that it's in the same vein as the John Wick films. They might not know exactly that it's been written by the same person, but they'll be aware of the trope. Especially, It is is just like a kind of... It's John Wick meets Kindergarten cut, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It has, yeah, it has got more of an, I guess, 80s action vibe to it because... Yeah, 100%. And obviously, yeah. Christopher Lloyd really brings that vibe too. Well, yes, I, I was going to wait till later to bring him up, but he's he's spectacular. Yeah, yeah, he really, he, he, he really ga- genuinely added a lot to the film. I thought. Yeah, yeah, he he really did. If if you hadn't had such a wacky actor, I think in uh, playing the the granddad, it would it wouldn't have been so exciting. Because at the very least, even if he's just sitting in his chair, I'm like, look, it's the doc, and he's sitting in a chair. Wow. Yeah, he's just there brooding about the Libyans. Yeah, <laughs> well, to be fair, there's a lot to read about. Yeah, exactly. You know, as it's, much as there was then. Yeah. I yeah. um Yeah. So, what I what I think is interesting is that that even though this is written by Derek Caster, it isn't directed by Jacek Tahals- Is it Chad Halski? Yeah, yeah. He but uh, yeah, but it is directed by the by the legend who brought us Hardcore Henry. Oh, which I still haven't seen because I'm yeah, really yeah, worried it's going to give me motion sickness. Oh uh, yeah, might as well. It's I they should do a VR version of that film. Now that VR is a thing, you should be able to watch Hardcore Henry in VR. Could they do because, that? Well, I don't. I don't know. They'd have to re, um, re. They'd have to refilm it, wouldn't they? So that you can look they? around. It's a shame. They should just do a Hardcore Henry 2 then that follows that concept because Hardcore Henry is basically for people who don't know. Uh, an action movie starring Tim Roth and uh, is it yeah Charlton Copley, yeah. which is basically all first person. From yeah, it's, it's a first-person shooter game, but as a film. film. Yeah, and it is a it is a <sighs> solid, enjoyable um, late Saturday evening on your own film. <laughs> right, with it's, it's... no food, no food because always <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah, and it is. It is fully like that kind of movie. Like it's, it's a great popcorn action film, which I can't really remember the story of. But I remember thinking, yeah, yeah I enjoyed that. I'm it looks that on it DVD. looks forgettable, which is a shame because as a gimmick, it's pretty cool. Although oh, I no, understand no, why it is, wouldn't. It's yeah. really cool. It's really cool. I think, generally speaking, it's not a good idea to force the audience into that kind of first-person motion. Like you know, it's it's sort of like the game Mirror's Edge. I mean, that's and that's that is a, a game, and it's still having like people do parkour and shit in first person is extremely nauseating yeah, over yeah. a fairly short period of time. And, and the difference in that is that is you're actually in control of what you're doing.
1: So imagine yeah. not
0: being in control. You know, it's funny that that he's the director because interestingly, I feel like the style that this film goes for, as opposed to John Wick, is far less. Like that kind of the hardcore Henry thing with all guns blazing. Like oh, it's the, much more the, like John Wick. Gun... It feels. Uh, I would have believed you if you said to me it was directed by the same guy as John Wick. I'd be like, well, okay. well I agree. However, I, it's not. It's much. It's not like really. It's not got much of the gunfu stuff like the first John Wick does. It's more like how John Wick has sort of progressed into into more of the sort of hand, close hand quarters with, hand to hand, hand to hand with gunfu now, isn't it? Really? Yeah, but, it's still, but yeah. this film has has very little. Yeah. Gunpow, yeah um, Gunpow chicken Um yeah. <laughs> I really want you it. I haven't <laughs> eaten yet <laughs> Well, that is your fault for having a busy life um, Be more like me No, so, yeah so, I, so, what was I saying? Yeah, it's funny that, that they didn't <laughs> Yeah, get the, get Jacevsky But then again, I suppose he's probably working on Making the fourth John Wick film Which is now in, it's now filming, I believe which is very, very exciting. I oh, know, no, it's, it's so exciting. I can't wait. Um, he also made a, I think it's a, a short, or it might be a music video, called, it's by Biting Elbows, and it's called Bad Motherfucker. And it <laughs> it looks like, um, it's just <laughs> like, <laughs> like Reservoir Dogs. What, well, the director of this, or Derek Holstead? Uh, Derek, the director of this, sorry. Il, Ilya. Il, 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 Il- Ilya Il- Naishula. Naishula. I think Nation I think nation, that's that sounds right. If that's how you say it, that's the But I think so. Yeah, what I think I like about this, um, the story, or from a script point of view, is that yeah, it leads the audience through thinking that it's going to be a John Wick film. Like they substitute oh, yeah, yeah. the car, Has you all know, the, the thing that the the first John Wick film did so well for the general audience was it's just like guy who's relatively likable, car gets wrecked and stolen, dog gets killed. It's the dog. E- easy motivation. When it came out, it was the dog that everyone was talking yeah, about. Yeah, the, the car is kind of almost like a parody in, in the sense that they, they're sort of giving the car and his dog the same gravitas. It's yeah, sort, of, yeah. sort of a masculinity sort of parody, I suppose. But it in really, this, yeah. they have a very obvious scene where they show that uh, burglars that turn up to their house, amongst other things, steal... A, uh, a the kid, the kid's like really shitty toy watch, and it's like the film makes it look like that's what sends him over the edge. Yeah, and they're rubbish at it as well. Yeah, exactly. But, it, but, but then, there's more. It becomes a masculinity thing again. This is a film about masculinity to an extent because he gets pushed over the edge. I think because his family don't respect him, but they don't respect the him who he has to pretend to be, the nobody he has to pretend to be. But once yeah, well, he that's... becomes a not nobody, a somebody. Uh, well, that's, that's what's when nice. They do respect him. That's what's nice about the change, as I say, off of John Wick, because, you know, unlike John Wick, which was all about a man who just wanted the normal life trope to someone who got the normal life, but wants out of it. It's and so opposite, that's why yeah. that's why it's nice that when he goes after the people for a toy watch as, you know, a sort of what I was initially thinking, oh, this is just John Wick, but with a shitter motivation, that actually does end up blowing up in his face because he then goes and pursues them and he ends up acts like nearly destroying just a, a like a small family trying to raise a, a, like a baby who's disabled. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, um, and that's, and that's Which I love. It's, it's quite sad. Oh, yeah, it's sad. But I love the fact that this, this, the script leads the audience into thinking his motivation is shit and then recognises well, in the story that it's a shit it, motivation. Is it then the first kind of like post-John Wick film in terms of being very aware of the tropes and parodying it? Yeah, it may be. I mean... Which I, I is what? weird because he's parodying his own work. This would be, well, yeah, I mean, this would be the right sort of time for that to start happening now that John Wick is kind of more or less at the... It's probably at its peak of popularity. I get yeah, the suspicion yeah. that John Wick 4 is not going to make the biggest, the, the impact that John Wick 3 had because 3 has probably gone as far madness-wise as it will ever I could. don't know how much more you could jump without it becoming yeah. too silly. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm all up for too silly. No, but because uh, th- be- I thought be- because, because we've had the first three. Yes, but they're probably going to plateau in tone, I imagine. Not necessarily in quality. Like, I'm not, you know, it's not to say it's going to be worse or anything, but yeah. it's probably not going to keep people invested. So yeah, I mean, I was going to say like the Kingsman films, the Mission Impossible films, they haven't really latched onto John Wick that much because they were they've kind of all been doing their own thing. Yeah. What other like big action sort of films? I mean, obviously you know. Bond. But yeah, well, well, Bond's been silent since. I mean, John Wick came out in 2014. When yeah. did Spectre come out? 2015. They've put a silencer on the from PPK. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Now. Um Yes. Has it wait, is that a joke that's in this film? Am I imagining that? They have a joke of no, him I don't having know. a it's, wolf of PPK and then it turns out it's actually a different gun while he's telling a story or something. I don't know. I think anymore. it is, isn't it? He's having a is flashback it? and he sort of talks about how he has a wolf of PPK and then he goes and it's like but in the and they suddenly move away and it goes out of shot and it comes back and he goes, No, no, it was actually this it was very it was yeah it was oh, very strange oh yeah no it's it's cuz he knows all the guns that the the robbers had mm yeah yeah, yeah. um however the were yeah i think there are some hang ups from the the john wick film that i feel like kind of made me sigh a little bit mostly the uh having the 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 best mate is a sniper who saves his life around the ending point uh which in this film is nowhere near as satisfying as it is in john wick where yeah, it's actually cause... sort of set up as a, you know, a friend of his who's who he employs to help him out. Whereas in this, well, it's just and like... Also, uh... in John Wick, um, so spoilers for John Wick now, yeah. when um, when the sniper Willem Dafoe is then killed by the villain of that film, that's actually really the point at which John Wick still could have walked away and he would have been done. But it's actually, weirdly, when you think about it, it's that moment is what pulls John Wick into two and three. Yeah, kind of. It's the yeah exactly it's the it's the honor about him. Yeah. But in this in this case it's just sort of, you know, it's 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 the guy's well I thought it was just his mate it turns out it's his cousin I think. Yeah they are related. Um, and who sort of just comes out of nowhere. And it's you know we'll get to this this later but obviously you know the scene that precedes it is great but his his inclusion didn't feel narratively satisfying at all and it did feel yeah. like okay you're just doing this because you did it in John Wick. Yeah. You're not actually trying to t- take it anywhere new. There's no there's no parody here, so it's not interesting. Yeah, yet. exactly, exactly. Another parody also being the kind of, again, kind of Kingsmanly scene, actually, when they lock all the doors. And, oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, you know... Don't James call 911. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He no, that's does true, a, He kind of does a, does anyone want to get out? Chris Evans, doesn't he? Yeah, or a manners maketh man thing. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's very like that kind that of so thing. That's so true. Isn't? And it, um, it's very much like, oh, okay, so this person who's been keeping me, he's been keeping it in is going to let it all out, you know? And then, yeah, exactly. Well, that's kind of what the what the, the bus scene's all about. Which is like, of, like, it's a proper like half an hour into the film or something. Yeah, and, like, yeah. It 40 takes minutes. ages for, for him to snap. Yeah. But then when he does it, it's so, it's beyond satisfying. That bus scene is like one of my favourite action scenes. Yeah, I agree. And it, it shows off one of the things that this film has going for it, which is that even though it's got a very John Wick feel, it's got it's definitely got its own sort of style and identity within that kind of type of action scene. Like it's way more like you know rustic and rough around the edges and sort of I was gonna say brutalist. That's an art style, but brutal. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than it is, it's not very swift or smooth or no. It's, you're it's watching. Almost not you're nicely watching like, um, it's it's martial artist, Homer Simpson, isn't it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of, it's like a, what's the, what's that fucking, that's a really famous Jackie Chan film. It's like drunk, drunk, drunk drunken master. Drunken master. That's it. It's kind of got a bit of that sort of vibe. Well, that's where, Jackie Chan's general fighting style anyway, because his thing is like about looking weak and falling over in order to like lull the enemy into a false sense of security. Yeah. I mean that, and that's, that's to a T what, especially the bus scene in particular does because he's obviously been out of the game so long that he kind of, doesn't he kind of he sort of, is rusty. He's, he's a, he's yeah rusty. he's a bit rough yeah. he's a bit yeah he's a bit shit for most of it yeah well I mean he's always just scraping by even at the very end like I'm surprised he doesn't die at the end I think that's kind yeah well, isn't is it <laughs> yeah you know. that that's a bit of a that's a. would you word. have liked it more if he died don't I don't know I feel like well I, probably but the problem is because the film starts in medias res. yeah I know the word um it's kind of in the you middle know, of the action that means yeah, or it can also mean well, it means starts at the end. Cool. We're Which not going a... to explain that term again in <laughs> any other uh, podcast, so that's, you know, yep. if, if you've heard this, you're already oh, yep. not If I say that again in another episode, I'm not having a stroke, it's a real word. Yeah, um, yeah no one's going to explain it after this. That's no, it. that's good. The never, no one, ever. Uh, and, th- and that's another thing that it kind of t- takes from John Wick, and that was something that in the first John Wick I actually also thought was completely unnecessary. Like It wasn't necessary to start John Wick with with the end of the film really like there are some films that do it well i'm trying to think what other kind of action movies have i seen that do that yeah i don't think i mean off the top of my head sometimes it's like a way of just if you're not going to do a bond intro of just teasing that stuff is going to happen so hang on for a bit because if you're going to watch an action film people are going for action aren't they it's done a fair bit in superhero films i mean it was done in the first spider-man film wasn't it it's been done. It was done in Iron Man. It was done in. it have been done in Captain America. Can't even remember. But um, yeah, the point is, it was unnecessary in John Wick. It's a bit unnecessary in this one. It's cool for a title card setup. I liked that. Mm. But otherwise, yeah, it would have been nice to to see the idea of of him just dying in it because the film sets up that that prospect very very well indeed. because yeah, yeah, like you say, he's nice. just scraping by the whole thing. Yeah. And it would have been good for him to scrape by in to protect his family, and that was it, you know. And also to show that you know his masculine adventure went down in flames. But that's just the way it is. If you want to do that, I don't know. Yeah, he's, exactly. He's, it would have been more cool. nihilist than than John Wick, but still. Maybe, I, yeah, I guess. Maybe I, I, I guess there's like a very small part of me. No, not a small part. It's like a, a quarter of me is like, yeah, you know, they just did it so they could have a sequel. I do feel like it was sequel baited. <sighs> Then again, actually, you know what? I've just suddenly realised we had this exact conversation about the first John Wick because it looks like he's going to die at the end of that. And again, did we that have would... that? What after we first after our when first we first it with when you? we first watched it when we were in the Lake District, um, yeah. or when you first watched it rather? I think that was one of the things because it looked like from the the scene at the beginning showing the end, it looks like that is him dying essentially. Yeah. And then when you get back to that at the end of the film it's like, "Oh actually, that isn't him dying." And it's like, "Yeah, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Thanks." Actually, he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, "Why did you show me that then?" Yeah. This is this is silly. Yeah. But, this um, is more of a this is more of a taste pet peeve. Like I say it is just there to, you know, keep readers turning pages. Why well, exactly? And it's not like the um the character is unwelcome because he's a really like his um who what's the what's the actor called? I was It's the guy from uh, Daniel Breaking something. Bad. It's Daniel. No, it isn't. What's his fucking name? Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Oh, Odenkirk. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, because he's, he's Saul in um, Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, and that new that new show that's out called Better Call Saul. Which I feel like isn't is new now. It's probably that's, I think that's now. based off of Breaking Bad, isn't it? No, it is a spin-off, yeah. Oh, it, it is? is okay. Play. I think it's a prequel. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, or it might be like Running Alongside. I don't care. I'm not going to watch it, but apparently it's quite good. Most okay. people are well, Breaking Bad. Like it's like a seven out of ten. Is the kind of you know what I get from people really right? Okay. Well, anyway, regardless, his um, I think his performance is generally really good. Like I really enjoy it, especially the uh, the sort of subtle twinges of humor that they have over his sort of very rough exterior. Like because he's playing a character who's constantly like you know I'm grizzled and I've probably got laryngitis. Yeah. yeah I just yeah. wanna. I just wanna get out. I don't wanna well, do he, the rubbish. He is, he is doing the. What, what this role is, though, it's the diehard role, isn't it? It's the John McClane, you know, yeah, average yeah. average father, needing to, like, prove that he can be a good father. Yeah, you exactly. Know? We're yeah, just going to yeah, get it's... through the night and we'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's John <laughs> McClane. I mean, John McClane, like, invents that idea, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, this is a fully... And I get actually mind you, John well, McClane did, did yeah, the humour thing pretty well. that John McClane idea is actually kind of started out in Lethal Weapon with Danny Glover's character. Ooh. Yeah, because Lethal Weapon is... Damn uh, you. Lethal Weapon is I had before Die Hard. Oh, you still haven't made that video, I say. Um, no, I have written it, though. I'll so. <laughs> we'll have to make it into a podcast at some point. Yeah, you should um, just watch them. I will, I will. But it sounds, like it. it sounds like you've covered it, to be honest. It's, one but, of my, um, it's, 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 it's actually probably my favourite thing I watched in lockdown, was the Lethal Weapon films. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. Christ it was God. literally the perfect lockdown series. I watched too many amazing films for that. But I mean, yeah. I watched loads of amazing films. I'm just saying, like, Lethal Weapon was great. I not as many it. as me. And that's not a brag about, to me, that's just the testament to how many bad, how many great films I hadn't seen oh, before that's true, lockdown. Yeah. You, you, you did, you probably had your best year of watching films. Well, easily, yeah. I've never yeah. watched so many films. <laughs> yes. It's literally the kind of the reason why this is a thing. But, oh yeah, because um, now, now like, you literally love films. It's great. Whereas, Yeah, like, two not that I did know. before. Yeah, 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 but you would have. I would have sounded more way more violent. stupid. Probably. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, well, that was thanks for thanks for being silent there. That was. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like I liked the fact that he was he sort of seemed to have a, his own sense of humour. Like he he found enjoyment out of it himself. Like between uh, the scene where he sits down all the sort of half dead people in his house to have a, like a chat with them about his life and sort yeah, of pretend yeah. they're in a therapy session. That was fantastic. Or him saving the guy's life by sticking a straw in his voice box. Oh, that's was horrible. Which is, Brilliant. yeah, that, that scene really did make me, like, properly wince. I really, that was so difficult to watch. Also didn't think you could do that. I'd be interested to work out whether that's real. Mm. Because I feel like if you cut over in someone's voice box, that's kind of it for them. Yeah, I don't know. Though. They probably just can't speak. We're probably not the authority on that, are we? Nah, no. I'm just a nobody on that. It um, was really it was really also, cool though. in this film, uh, speaking of like, kind of like 80s and kind of 90s action film vibes, uh, the director, uh, whatever his name is, cast Bob, I don't mean Bob Erdenduck, uh, Michael Ironside in this. <laughs> is that his uh, name? Yeah, Ironside, yeah. His name is Ironside? Yeah, well, yeah. you be um, action films if you called that. Well, and Ironside is, is well known for his roles in Total Recall, uh, Top Gun, and um was in Starship Trooper as well. And uh, he's also apparently in Robocop. Who does he play in Top Gun? I don't remember him being in there. He plays a guy called Jester. Just one of the one of the guys there. But he's... Yeah, he's, he's one he's of the guys. Saying, like, Total Recall and stuff like that. So, yeah, apparently he hired hired him just so he could uh, talk to him about those films because they're like one of his favorite films. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's just, he's just like, <gasps> really, He really wanted to meet him. He's also in X-Men First Class, but I, I don't know who he plays. I don't Right Who does he play In, in this film just Is so he the villain I'm trying to remember Is he the villain No no The villain's played By the Oleski um, Sir Abriakov Who does this guy play Eddie Williams He plays apparently He plays the captain In first class Is he like the captain Of the The Russian captain Of the ship <sighs> Oh no no no! He plays the the American captain. of, of You're right. It's but it's yeah of the ship. He's on. Yeah. like, it's been an honour serving with you gentlemen. He plays Eddie Williams. Oh is, oh, is he the annoying brother? No. Well, he might be. He might be the guy. Who, <laughs> we don't fucking know. He's no. quite. He's relatively old though. so It won't be that. Maybe he's one of the policemen. Or maybe maybe it's called cool to cast them, though because he's a cool guy. Just mad. How do we not know who this guy is? I just, he's a nobody, clearly. I he's really high up in the cast list. Yeah, and he's, um, he's like in loads of stuff. Like, I really recognise him. I just don't know. Yeah, because yeah. he's like one of the main bad guys in Toto Weird. Anyway, um, yeah, well, he's probably good. I don't know Did you though. know that Bob Odenkirk had to train for two years in preparation for his role in this one? That doesn't surprise me. I feel like he's older than Keanu Reeves. Well,
1: he probably, probably had a lot more.
0: Should we find out? Yeah, probably. He's also, also presumably yeah, got lo- loads, loads less um, background in this, because obviously Keanu Reeves has been doing stuff like this for a long yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Keanu Reeves is known for being in action <laughs> films. Yeah, so Kirk is, I mean, older than our dad's. He's from 1962. Yeah, he must be older than Keanu yeah. Reeves then. Keanu Reeves is like 45 or something. Let's see. I'm pretty sure. Keanu he's... Reeves is 64, so he's only two years older. Keanu Reeves is what? from 1964 oh right I thought you said Keanu Reeves is 64 I was like fucking what how does he manage that oh I see okay so, I mean he is he wait oh. he might be he might be in his late he's in his late 50s Keanu Reeves. yeah yeah he'll be wow that's in oh he's way older than I thought well Keanu yeah it makes sense I mean Keanu looks better now He's older, I always thought was he exciting. was much younger than like Tom Cruise because I always thought Tom Cruise was the one who was like wow that's insane that you're that old but they must be about the same and it's weird, isn't it? This isn't relevant, is it?
1: So, no. well, the, but the point is, as as we
0: are constantly just adding people to the people we want to be in the next John Wick film, I think we could probably yeah, yeah. safely add Odin Kirk to that. I feel like if they get given two years training, you can just add anyone. Yeah. I'm like, I, felt, really I feel like impressive. this is what we're learning. I feel like there must be enough people in Hollywood now, or there must be some root trainers who are that good that they can be like, oh, yeah, Halle Berry, just come do it, yeah? You know, like, oh, you, you come do it. You know, yeah. I mean, just asking people to to do amazing action scenes. I mean, yeah. who would you who would you want to see do that? Then, I, I, well, I don't know. You Prince, mean someone who Prince hasn't Charles. been trained? Prince Charles. Well, I think he's a bit he's a bit too old, isn't he? He could set corgis on people. <laughs> that would be good. It would be awesome. <laughs> Fucking hell! Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'd always said I want Donnie Yen to do it, and now he is going to do it. So, literally, yeah, yeah. I could I feel like I'm dreaming. Well, I've always said I really want them to do a uh, sword fighting with Liam Neeson. Because apparently he can still do a yes. sword fighting. Yes, yeah, yeah, I literally, Yeah, because I mean, that's how he, he does it in lots of different things. Anyway, still, doesn't he, randomly. I think Liam Neeson, Orlando Bloom as well. He's also a really good sword mm. fighter. Is he? Orlando Bloom's like a, an action star at this point. Like He's Legolas in five films. And in Pirates of the Caribbean, he does loads of his stuff as well. Yeah, and I... Yeah, I guess He's, so. He is an action star at this point. He just doesn't he, seem... It's Yeah, no, no, I mean, by all means, do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what i do. Obviously, Charlize Theron, we want to get oh, in from That's Blonde, because she actually yeah, yeah. nailed that film. She like, needs to be uh, his wife, brought back to life, <laughs> and given full facial and leg reconstruction. <laughs> right, so you want it to be like a parody of The Mummy or something, yeah, mixed yeah. with a bit of Darth Maul returning shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, him. I oh, know, he's he's probably too hard at this point. As well, Ray Park. Isn't he? No, Ray Park can still do stuff. Um he? Can he? I've, yeah, I, I watch his videos all the time. So. Well, then, <laughs> fucking hell, you're, you are the biggest loser in the world. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I, still don't, then... Ray, I, I still don't enjoy Toad. Let me put that out there. <laughs> I still don't enjoy Toad. <laughs> oh, but the way he crushes his, that guy from jumping out of a plane. Um, yeah. It's so good. No, Um, yeah, no, he'd be an amazing addition to John Wick. Absolutely. He, he, there's no way I would believe that John Wick could beat him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but we said that about the people from the raid and, you know, they made that work. Mostly. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the I thing. Mean, John Wick has to be the slight underdog all the time because he's always exhausted. You know, he has to be the Uncharted 3 thing where, you know, Drake is just so tired that you just don't believe he's going to make it. And that's what makes I think... the game so fun. Yeah, I think you'd, that's why it would probably be trickier to put this guy's character or this guy's sort of style into John Wick because he's, you know, not that much older than Wick, and yet he's all, you know, he's a lot, you know, less capable. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Like, the, you know, the preparation he must have put in to do the action scenes is, is awesome, but there's not the same sort of contorting choreography that um, that Keanu had to do for John Wick. Like the sort of this mad out. moves that he had to do this the way he fights is very similar to the bit in the raid I always talk about where there's the the big guy in the mud he, he, well no the guy who throws the tables and oh and stuff like of course and, yeah, and throwing really fridges cool on people it's like yeah. oh that's what I'd have to do because I can't <laughs> right. go near anyone you yeah, know what I mean? you can pick up a fridge uh... <laughs> yeah yes yeah. <'cause> I can <laughs> easy yeah um, anyway so um, I've, weirdly I just don't have much to say about Nobody Apart from, oh, I've got like it John Wick, a few with isn't it? Go on, hit, <laughs> well, me, I'll... hit me up with all your next points. Then you watched well, did... it more recently than me. I watched it like two months ago. So. Okay, well, so a few things. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was meant to bring this up earlier, but I forgot. But the uh, the two main fight choreographers for this, even though they weren't part of John Wick, one of them, oh uh, well, no, I think one of them did work on John Wick, and one of them also did did Atomic Blonde and Birds of Prey. Oh, which, so. um I can't. I can't wait to watch Birds of Prey and also the other one i think did a lot of stuff on marvel and mandalorian which i know that oh, doesn't cool. have quite as like high highly competent fight scenes there's still there's still a fair bit of it depending hey, on which there's there's those of cool fight scenes in mandalorian What oh, No no there are but they're not how do i put this the bubba the Boba Fet- oh i'm spoiling it for people um <laughs> the bubba i wonder what the next word is <laughs> bubba hoskins yes We'll, yes. well done. <laughs> no, I think we got away with that. Bob Hoskins yeah. is in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Who'd have thought it? They, um, they reanimated him. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... That's why it was the longest Friday. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, so the, the plot stuff about the gangster and the money and the Russians that obviously you'd completely forgotten about, evidently, is very, very forgettable. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I think... Well, the, the the villain, the villain of the fucking film, is it's it's all just it's just, it's just a gangster who has money, and he gets and the main character gets rid of the money, and it makes the guy angry. And it's oh, sort I of, do remember this now. He It's does that really cool bit where he's singing at the party, and it's terrible. Oh yeah, he's yeah, karaoke. I no, he's, that, he's, no, that that's his introduction scene. Yeah, that's brilliant. That is cool. Him doing karaoke and then like ripping a guy's face off or whatever he does that's the classic thing where it's like they teach you at screenwriting school you know and they're like you know if you're going to do an exposition scene you need something about it you know (laughs) just you know could they be on a train that's uh, on fire or you know it's like (laughs) have you been talking to Tarantino again yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is because that is a very Tarantino-esque way of introducing a villain by having him do karaoke and dance really awkwardly and be mildly sexist yeah, but it's like Before so you, murdering do learn, someone. <laughs> but you do learn a lot about him. You learn that he kind of doesn't care what anyone thinks about him, but at the same time he wants everyone to see him. Yeah. No, to be fair, that's really cool. However, after that, it just becomes it's not-again, we're gonna compare it to John Wick, it's not as as interesting as the sort of father of the disgraced son, like sort of trying to kill a person he really respects and sort of owes. Like, there's a far yeah. more interesting dynamic going in this. It's it's far more what you see is what's going on. There's very little like subtext, which is which is fine. You know, as a backdrop to the action, it's great. Oh, you might as well be watching Commando. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, again, and it's much. That's much more owing to the you know the sort of '80s style. No, ones. it just it feels just a feels man who's a gangster much. and has money and he's a bit bonkers and he's Russian because of course yeah. he is. It's a straight up voice. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, I I found that there was a lot of there was a lot of music over slow mo action in this film, which occasionally annoyed me. I think it was done a little bit too. It was a little bit over Scorseseing it, yeah, for one of the better phrase. Or or Zack Snydering it. Or Zack um, Snydering um, it. Yeah, I mean, it was better than be the like other. It's bit like in uh, you know in um, the Snyder cut where you know clashes with that hot dog. <laughs> yeah, um, so I think they I think they overdid that a little bit too much. But with one ex- with an exception to um, like when like for example when they were doing you'll never walk alone in the final battle I was like ah, yeah, this is, awesome. this I, it was kind of cool but I was like ah this is way it felt way too cliched to me. It was, and again, yeah. it, it felt dishonest to the very sort of rustic and brutal style that had been going on beforehand. It felt like oh, okay, now you're trying to be all glamorous and there is m- a, misty-eyed. But well, it feels a lot more like oh, we you know we have to be a bit more. Because um... weirdly, John Wick is actually very glamorous because the whole neon vibe of the film and it's like you know and the gold and the nice details. Yeah, it, it, it and... deals with that a lot better. I feel actually, and funny enough, you know the. Um... The Frank Sinatra song that's played in the John Wick Three trailer. Yeah, I don't think you know it's the, Sinatra. I think it's Matt Munro Is it? Well, then I'm then I'm. Wow, well, I feel terrible. I'm pretty sure that song is in.
1: Uh, the Nobody.
0: unbeatable star. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a great bit of advert music, though, isn't it? It is. Because <laughs> when, yeah. whenever I hear it, I associate with it. Um, me too but so that's I what, what I was when it happened I'm, pr- I'm almost like certain it happened in this film I was saying like I'm in the John Wick 3 trailer fuck it and it really did oh, my me bad bit. it is actually Sinatra yeah fuck you but it's nice. also sung by Andy Williams and it might have been sung by him before Sinatra oh um, well probably I mean Sinatra didn't write that many songs did he yeah but once he did it really good oh yeah 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 no. I mean yeah but that's just the era of music it's nothing to do with him not being good enough but oh, yeah, um, it's, it's... The, the exception to my complaint is the um it's a wonderful world. Being cut off by uh, the guy's father, absolutely like pulling me up from under the rug. I totally didn't see it coming. Where the yeah, two I guys did, go I to did... assassinate him, and he catches yeah. the hat, the uh, the hammer of the gun, oh. and fucking shoots them both with the shotguns. <laughs> Chris Lloyd is my favorite part oh. of this film. He's my favorite thing in this film. He's literally awesome. <laughs> like yeah, I would happily, he's so good. Yeah, yeah, I'd happily watch a TV show about him. You can honestly also believe that it could be like an older version of the doc. Yeah, yeah. It's just completely lost the plot. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it just it wants is... to shoot up people. Yeah, are they Russians? I... Are they Libyans? I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'd love to see Back to the Future with guns. If, that, if they if they have to do it again, you know, like if they have to re if they are remaking Back to the Future, which would be awful. But if they are, it's a silly idea. Then they, you know, action movie, it. make it very different. Yeah I think I think they only did that because someone made a deep fake of Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr over one of the scenes Yeah, and it was, and it was pretty cool but yeah they shouldn't they shouldn't do it cuz that's a terrible idea um so yeah that that was amazing yeah and he and he's oh, what's the, what is what's the the end where he comes over and says you 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 got a lot of guns and he goes you brought a lot of Russians I yeah. love that <laughs> That's cool. That, that is, awesome is again weird. very eighties. Again, very Expendables yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of line. Um, yeah. yeah, that was make me really want to watch the Expendables. Are you, sh- the th- the th- it's what's funny is that you absolutely would love it way more than uh, I would. Yeah, but I'm so I I haven't seen it. It's got Mickey Rourke throwing knives at a dartboard. It sounds awesome. <laughs> it's So fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. Like the thing is, it's just a case of there's still some actors in that film that I haven't seen their best film and I want to have seen all of the actors who are in it all of their best films so that I can get the references yeah that's fair enough cuz that is what it is. it is It is just a you know it is just a massive masturbation to like 80s and mm-hmm. some 2000s action stars cuz obviously like Wesley Snipes is in it and so is a, like Jason Statham and stuff shall we enter the let's gush about random action scenes section yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, first off, I want to mention uh, this is less of an action scene, more of just a really cool moment that I absolutely adored. Was how he got trapped in the boot and uh, made them crash the car by spraying in the fire oh, extinguisher. Yeah, that was brilliant. Um, and then, and there's an amazing shot where they show the car like totally and crashing insanely. And in the same shot, they they then pan round and show him climbing out of the boot, which I do not know how they did. Brilliant. Yeah, it was a fucking it was amazing shot. So that was so cool. Um yeah, the whole of the bus fight we kind of talked about that. Like, the whole that's... of the fight in his house which had loads of really long oh. shots. Yeah, that was that was that was very cool. That was the closest they got to the John Wick sort of style. Again, well, I guess the house under siege is very similar. Well, yeah, and with but... the whole like um, making it very kind of blue, like mm-hmm. even the coloring was very similar to the John Wick. Yeah, fight. yeah. Beating the guy in, in the face with the with the kettle that was pretty no, good. Like, pouring so kettle cool. of water on his face. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do that. Jeez, uh, <laughs> that's it. Let it all out. Um, and no, I'll uh, it over. <laughs> Wait, uh, no, that was that was really cool. Um, but my f- weirdly, I think my favorite like individual action scene is the the sniper. Sort of stairway fighting scene. Do you remember that? Mm. Do with, I? Have... okay? Well, it's the the uh, obviously the, the cousin guy. It's one of the best bits of like fighting choreography I've seen. I think in a film where he's sort of using he's like using a sniper rifle in like a close quarters thing where he's sort of like swinging it round and like shooting people behind him with it or like, using the recoil from it to oh, like you bash it, bash it, like, the. Do you mean like the Home Alone section towards the end? Yeah, yeah, exactly. When it broke down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like using the recoil from the rifle to like force the stock into some guy's face, and then like is awesome. then yeah, shooting yeah. through three people's heads. That's um, worth having the sniper in the film, really, isn't it? Oh, a- because the thing is, this film can't surely because it is a parody. It surely can't pretend to have a good plot. It can't. So all that matters really is how good the action scenes are, and that the characterization holds up it's funny how we're seeing this film essentially as like what comedians do where they prepare they're like testing their material before they use it in the proper show where it's like, yeah, let's test. Let's, you know, we've, we can now go, yeah, that's that sniper sort of scene. Let's put that in the next John Wick film. Let's do that. Mm. That'd be awesome. Do yeah, pick random Where's, bits out of it that work? Well, again, it's sandboxing with the genre now. It's like what we were saying yesterday about, um, well, not on the podcast, but just to each other yeah. about um, 007 being a kind of sandbox more than a continuity, I and mean, it can just use things when it wants. Or yeah, it's just it's things. a it's an idea, it's a principle. Yeah, you know, I get. Or, I mean, kind of like Batman. You know, Batman exists in a million different universes. Well, yeah, that's exactly. But what it's what still yeah. Batman. You know, unless exactly. it's in a yeah. Zack Snyder you... film. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> 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 well, to be fair, I, the, the Zack Snyder Batman is meant to be the Dark Knight Returns Batman.
1: Yeah, and to be it fair, just doesn't Diana
0: do it returns, very well. In Dark Returns Batman does use guns, but the problem is in um in you know Zack Snyder's It's Batman not the instead. guns that matters, it's the it's the it's the killing of, you know, people who don't necessarily deserve it thing. Yeah, yeah, but but he doesn't back it up. He needs to ex- del- if you're going to show Batman doing that, you need to take time to actually delve into why he's doing that like they do in yeah. Dark Returns. Don't just have so one shot does. where you show Bruce Wayne looking a bit angry. Jason Todd's costume. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yes, wait for everyone to finish coming on the screen and then we can go on trying to make this film. Yeah. Um, And everyone going, oh, is Red Hood gonna be in this universe or not? The answer is no. Yeah. Spoilers. Um, Well, it might be. There might be a dream sequence in the middle of, you know, Aquaman 2 (laughs) that, that shows him, that shows Jason Todd coming out of the Joker's mouth and... The joke of like explaining how Jason Todd has always been within him in many ways. (laughs) Yeah, that wow, that okay. I kind of like that actually. That sounds good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, the the Home Alone section at the end was was very funny. It's kind of it was almost a bit more like Skyfall in a way. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, which is kind of another film which has done that. Yeah. um, That was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, the way that he the way that he blows up the villain. Look, far be it from me to, you know, say that it has to be realistic. I don't, yeah, not... I don't think the end of this film is realistic at all. I think he would have died as well in that blast. I, I think his feet I, would have come off from below the... <laughs> yeah. They would have, yeah, Yeah. The the he said that it was enough to, like, take down that whole, like, room, the whole, like, casino that he was in before. Yes, yeah, so, I It's yeah. like, uh, all, if only you need to put up on one small piece of Perspex, you will be okay. Um, That's what but... I say. Yeah. That's what I teach you in... You know, I mean, I was, I was born in Rotherham, but I was made in the Royal Navy. And in the Royal Navy, they tell you that perspex is the one thing that can save you from nuclear blast from anything. Like, like, honestly, there's no, some loser just carries around. The four minute warning. It's a lie. You know, it won't help you. You know, you won't be able to get to your kid in time. You won't be able to reach your wife. But if you have perspex, you'll be fine. People who live in Perspex houses definitely can throw stones. They'll absolutely be yeah. fine. <laughs> um, right. Do you want to go on to favourite <laughs> scene? Should we, should we get? Yeah, go right? on then. Yeah, you, so go you go My favourite scene was the bus fight, um, but yeah. I do think that yeah, the, uh, the the house siege and everything was was awesome. Uh, mm. But it's just the bus fight was my favourite fight, and that's just how it is yeah it's kind of it's, it, as a film like this it's kind of impossible for one's favourite scene not to be an action scene like, yeah because that is the. I mean I enjoy the parodying it was interesting I thought his characterisation was good um, and obviously physically he was brilliant and yeah like we have pointed out it was directed very nicely um, and it is oh, a yeah. enjoyable film but this is you're really here for the action scenes in the end like, yeah. I, I wouldn't bother to go see this if I didn't know that it was to do with John Wick no, I only I only did because you said that it's it has a tie it had a tie with John Wick. So I was like, right, yeah. well, I have to get on this. I mean, yeah. the funny thing is, the only part of this film that I because I watched it at home, the only part of this film that I had to rewatch immediately after I'd seen it was the scene where the guy's dad shoots the two assassins. I think right. that's the thing that took me off guard the most. Yeah, but yeah. I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to. Reg- I think we're gonna have to agree with you. I think yeah, that bus scene is is. So perfectly paced and like it's it's the perfect example so of long. how to of how to show character motivations and growth throughout an, a scene that just happens yeah. to be an action scene. And it is, is a slow action scene as well. Really oh nice. yeah, yeah. Well, he like, goes out and in a, into the bus like multiple times. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's so cool. It's. Like, like, I, I would. Agree. I would definitely watch this film again. It's a probably good sleepover movie. Oh, for sure, yeah. And it's yeah. also blissfully not that long, which again... How, how long is it? Like 90 minutes? I think it's exactly the same as John Wick. So it's like an hour and 35, hour and 40 maybe. Tops. Mm. Just so nice. I really do wish more films. Not not just all films. They should be shorter. I feel like... Um, yeah, <laughs> I will die like on this big, hill, I don't care. I mean, big big Hollywood films are getting longer, aren't they? But they don't need to be. People don't don't need films to be long to enjoy them. Maybe it's a mixture of people wanting more explanation than they need sometimes now. (sighs) Yeah, that is kind of what makes me worry about the new Bond film. Even though I'm really happy it's going to be exceptionally long. Well, I mean, we deserve it to be longer than that. (laughs) Well, yeah, but also it does make me think, does that mean that during the time in which it hasn't been released no oh, time in, to end the people yeah. <laughs> yeah the people in the editing suite have just gone yeah we we can include that couldn't we yeah, we come, on yeah, the yeah come on then the, there's going to the be no deleted scenes the investors are like we've spent so much money on this we're going to use every shot they'll even be like it'll be like action scenes you'll see them in, in three different alternative realities yeah throughout the film you'll see Daniel Craig throw someone off a roof and then turn around and go was that okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> for the next scene <laughs> it will turn around. And it won't even be down Craig. Be yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, I'm assuming we we both give the best performance to the same person. Uh, you. Have oh, to maybe not my, actually. You know, you have to say uh, Bob Odenkirk for his is but my you favorite don't. is favorite is definitely Chris Floyd. I think yeah, I give big honorable mentions to him.
1: Yeah, he's awesome.
0: I feel like I haven't seen him. Like, it took me a proper like quite a while to recognize who he was. Oh, really? as well, and I really haven't seen him in very much. I take it he is in quite a lot of films. Like he is quite. A yeah, yeah, well, actor. he's a, he's really good in um, *One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest*. Oh, he's in that. Yeah. yeah Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I, I have seen him in *Who Framed Roger Rabbit*. Okay, He's yeah, like, I haven't seen that yet. He might. I think he's the villain in it. Well, he's in *Clue* as well. Uh, *Adam's Family*. He's in like the *Piranha*, the really terrible but brilliant uh, *Piranha* films okay because they're like they're like, like softball movies but it's like piranhas oh crikey o- okie dokie yeah <laughs> <laughs> say no more um <laughs> right <laughs> yeah no that's cool um yeah um i, I would you give it I, I give it a six because um although the action scenes uh are brilliant it isn't i don't know it's it's difficult. It, it seems to lack that. Oh, I framework. don't know. I feel like this is only to me. This is only one rating less good than the, than John Wick. Really, John Wick yeah. is like just John Wick's a solid classy. eight. Yeah, John Wick is is a mid eight. There's no John yeah. Wick film that is below a mid eight. This is like a high six. I just I, I don't think it's better than Suicide Squad, and I gave that a high six. So. Well, interestingly, in my Suicide Squad has progressed into a from a low seven to a. Low to mid seven for me. I really miss it. Like, yeah, it exactly. Might, it me too. Seven for me. I, I like. <laughs> I, I genuinely feel like the Suicide Squad is my friend. <laughs> well, it's a, like, it's I, a, it's, yeah. a, it's an it's an unrequitedly good sign for the industry. I think that's the point. Yeah, mm. which is why you know I don't think there's people have any reason to feel sour about it. You know, unless they don't like gore, in which case, fair enough. But for me, yeah, for me, I'm giving this. I'm also giving this a solid seven. Like I. Even though you know, it's got some foibles, but it, its action scenes are really fantastic. And it does a good job of, of parodying John Wick without falling too far below it. It may be going towards a lower seven, but I feel like I couldn't... I feel like I I wouldn't put this below Suicide Squad, I don't think. I mean, it's hard, because if you talk to me about this film, I'd say the action scenes were great, and the film was good. And because I'd say the film was good, I just have to give it a high six. Which you considering me being nicer to films generally with my ratings. Yeah, yeah, you are nicer to me. I like it. It's nice. I Do you remember, I, I love this. And um, I was like, um, after watching it, I literally was like begging you to watch it. Yeah, I no, mean, good, good to thing too. It. I'm glad I you mean, did. My partner, My partner gave it like a nine out of ten. <laughs> really? I asked her today and she was like, yeah, it's, it's one of the best films I've ever seen. I mean, look. D- Dad being, you know, really powerful to to protect his family is like, you know, the classic, extremely attractive trope. So I'm really. Not it does. Surprised. It does tick some boxes every it's now. It's the, and then. you know, it's the Joel from the Last of Us. It's, well, it's John McClane as well, I suppose. But yeah, every single sort of hyper respectable, what's the, what's the word? Hunk. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Hunk. <laughs> that, I don't, hunk. I don't like. Hunk so gatherer, I've never hunk said that gaffers. word before. And I don't like it. You hunk of muscle you. Cool, nice. You are nobody no more. Thank you. Cool. I I can't think of a joke for the end of it. Thank you for listening to Outer 10, or at least being in the vicinity of a device which happens to be playing it. If you've struggled through to the end, you've either skipped through the podcast, in which case, shame on you, or you actually enjoyed it somehow. If so, we'd love to hear your thoughts on lists we should make or reviews we should do for any film, TV show, album or game you want. Just make sure it's not boring. You can find us on Twitter at Outer underscore one zero or send us an email to outer10podcast at gmail.com, or one word. And all complaints may be sent to us via your nearest recycle bin. See you soon.